This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back. My name's Ken Young and you're in the listening room here on ORFM. Um, I'm going to play some really cool music over the next hour or so. And the first of the pieces that I'm going to play you is an overture by an Austrian composer I haven't featured before. His name's Franz von Suppe. And um, he sort of was around for most of the 1800s. And he wrote over 100 operas and operettas. And this is the overture to one of them. It's called The Beautiful Galathea.
Rousing stuff. That was the overture to the uh, opera, The Beautiful Galatea, by Franz von Suppe. Um, and it was played for us by the Dresden State Orchestra, conducted by Ottmar Sutner. Now, back in the early part of the 20th century, there was a very fine Spanish, Spanish pianist and composer by the name of Enrique Granados. Um, and uh, he wrote a lot of really beautiful piano music in particular. And uh, during the First World War in 1916, he took a trip to America to do some recitals, um, various concerts around America. And uh, at the last minute before, he took his wife with him actually too. Yes, that's right. And uh, he, um, he was due to catch a boat back to Spain, but instead got a last minute recital invitation, sort of one extra concert, which he decided to do. So having missed his original boat back to Spain, he took a ship to England where he boarded the passenger ferry SS Sussex for Dieppe in France. Uh, Unfortunately, on the way across the English Channel, the Sussex was torpedoed by a German U-boat as part of the German World War I policy of unrestricted submarine warfare. And according to a witness, Granados's wife, Amparo, was too heavy and couldn't get into a lifeboat. Granados refused to leave her and positioned her on a small life raft on which she knelt and he clung. Both then, unfortunately, drowned within sight of other passengers. However, the ship broke into two parts and only one sank, along with 80 passengers. Ironically, the part of the vessel that contained his cabin did not sink and was towed to port, with most of the passengers except for Granados and his wife on board. It's a horrible story. And he left, they left behind six children as well. So it was a rather sudden and tragic end to a really uh, industrious and beautiful uh, musical career. I'd like to play you a piece of his now, a beautiful piece of piano music. Um, and it's called Andalusa. And it's played for us by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli.
I maybe should have warned you that that's an old, old recording we just listened to. So it was very faint. I hope you managed to hear it all right. There's a recording made, I'm thinking, it's, it's not telling me on the, on the liner notes, I'm, but uh, Michelangelo made a lot of recordings in the late 30s, early 40s, 1930s and 1940s. So I'm thinking it's from around about then. That was Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli playing Andaluza by Enrique Granados. Next, we're going to listen to some music by... 
a very well-known English composer by the name of Sir Edward Elgar. And in 1910, he wrote his one and only violin concerto. Quite a long piece, beautiful piece. And I'd like to play the slow movement, the slow second movement from the violin concerto. And it's performed here uh, in a 1988 recording by violinist Kyung Hua Chung with the London Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by George Salty.
Such a beautiful piece. Such a beautiful piece. That was the slow movement of the violin concerto written in 1910 by Sir Edward Elgar. It was played for us then by uh, Kyung Hua Chung and the London Philharmonic Orchestra was conducted by Sir George Salty. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. Welcome back. You're here with me, Ken Young, in the listening room here on ORFM. And uh, I'd like to play just a little bit of Bach. And uh, it's actually a piece I think many of you will recognise the beginning of, at least. It's the Prelude and Fugue Number 1 in C Major from the Well-Tempered Clavier, Book 1. And it's here performed by uh, one of the great pianists of the 20th century, the Russian Sviatoslav Richter.
As you can tell, that was a live performance. Quite a bit of coughing going on. <laughs> but a wonderful live performance nonetheless by Sviatoslav Richter of the Prelude and Fugue Number no. 1 in C Major from the Well Tempered Clavier by Johann Sebastian Bach. Now for some Mozart. Um, and it was in 1791 that um, Mozart wrote his last opera called The Magic Flute. He was to die later that year, 5th of December 1791, he, he died. He was only mm, 35. And, uh, of course, many people have seen various shows and movies that sort of uh, proclaim how he was, or attest to, to acclaim how he died, but the truth is a little bit more mundane than that. He, They reckon he probably just died of a case of strep. He had a particularly bad strep. Anyway, while he was writing The Magic Flute, um, he was asked by a good friend of his, uh, a church musician, um, Anton Stoll of St. Stephen in Baden by Wien. Uh, he was asked to write a motet. Uh, so he produced this uh, rather well known piece um, composed for the feast of Corpus Christi. And the autograph is dated 17th of June 1791. And yes, he probably wrote it in one day. It's scored for, you know, just a normal choir with string instruments and organ. And here it is uh, performed for us by um, the Winchester Cathedral Choir uh, with the Brunel Ensemble, uh, Stephen Farr on the organ, and they're all conducted by David Hill, if I can find the right track. Now, let me just have a look. Oh, yes, I did that, and that's that one there, and we're going to do that one there. And we're just going to press the right buttons and see if anything happens, eh?
So simple, yet so beautiful. Um, that was the Ave Verum by uh, Mozart, and it was performed for us uh, by the Winchester Cathedral Choir, uh, the Brunel Ensemble, uh, playing string instruments. Stephen Farr was on the organ, and it was all conducted by David Hill. And now for something a little different for you. Um, Many of you will remember a fantastic stage show, which was all the rage back in the 90s, called Riverdance. And the exciting music for that show was written by a very fine Irish composer whose name is Bill Whelan. I'd like to play you an arrangement of the title music from the show. It's uh, arranged by an Australian guitarist who's a member, uh, his name is Anthony Field, to this arrangement for four guitars. And uh, he's also playing in this particular performance by the fantastic Australian guitar quartet, Sapphire. This is Riverdance. That certainly is in Riverdance. The track numbers on the CDs appear to be a little wrong, so we're just going to turn that one off, and I'm going to just play with a few buttons here, and we're going to find the right track number for you, uh, which is that one there. Sorry about this. And uh, uh, let's see if we can play it now. No, it's not going to work. Right, so we're going to play something else. We'll get rid of that one. And we're going to find something else to play for you. I've got some lovely Beethoven here for you to hear. It's the first movement of a sonata by um, Beethoven. It's sonata number six, in fact. And uh, playing it for you will be the fantastic Bulgarian uh, violinist, Velhistrova, who uh, toured with Michael Houston about three years ago. And, and performed all of these fantastic 10 sonatas by Beethoven. And uh, I was fortunate enough to um, get with a very fine Steve Gardner of Rattle Records, and we recorded them, doing all of them. And uh, I'd like to play the first movement of this particular one, number 6 and A, Opus 30, number 1. And uh, this is, as I say, a Rattle release, and um, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a rather fine violin playing all around. It really is. Here we go. Let's see what happens this time.
Beautifully played. Bella Histrova on violin, Michael Houston on piano, uh, playing the first movement of the violin sonata number six in A, opus 30, number one, by Ludwig van Beethoven. I'm still feeling bad about that little bit of river dance. I'll sort it out. I'll see what the track order on the CD actually is, and I'll bring it for you next week at the same time here on The Listening Room. So we've got a little bonus track for you now by uh, French composer Gabriel Faure, who wrote some beautiful incidental music uh, for a play called Palais Melison. This is The Sicilienne. And once again, I'm having technical difficulties. What is going on? Let's try that again, shall we? All right, that. And we'll see what's happening. Here we go. Thank you. 
Such a lovely piece. That was the Sicilian from Palais et Melisande by Gabriel Fauré. It was played first then by the um, the Symphony Orchestra of Radio Luxembourg, conducted by Louis de Fremont. Well, that's about all we've got time for today, I'm afraid. Um, sort of uh, run out of time there. Uh, I hope I can welcome you back into the listening room uh, next week. My name's Ken Young, and I've really enjoyed having your company. Have a great week. Bye for now. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.